Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The smartest guys around. We're about to break it down like they want the game of militants. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor, no way to You better believe we do. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. right. The Survivor Know-It-Alls. I wore my Know-It-Alls uh, shirt. What the tonight. heck? Where did that shirt come? How many, how many episodes? You, how many years you don't have to remember? do this before you, I get you, 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 Look, whatever merch you want, you you can have. You don't remember. I think you don't remember when we made the shirts. I, I actually thought it was new. Yeah. It looks great. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Fishback. Yes. The Fishy Award winning. Have you wow. ever won a fishy? Did you give yourself couldn't, a fishy? Couldn't, couldn't give it to myself. No, no. Maybe I did. I don't know. I, I, I did it for my episode. Maybe I gave one to my uh, for my season, Cambodia. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I did. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. You should, give one to yourself now. The, the, yeah. the fishy award winning podcaster, Stephen Fishback, <laughs> is here. Yeah. Yes. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm well. I'm well. Um, I got to say, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, big episode, some complex strategic moves to break down. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. No, I, I'm going to say, I know, you know, it was a little bit of a boring episode. Not that much happened. Yeah. 
How dare you? <laughs> I like, no, no, I, I, I'm going to pivoting back. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I like oh. an occasional boring episode of Survivor. It's like, I don't like it when there's like this need to just like make every episode seem crazy and action packed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what's great about Survivor is when you let the game emerge naturally, when the players have some room to play, sometimes that leads to a super boring episode. I'm okay with it. I would rather have the occasional boring episode, you know, where we just see, okay, the person who we all think is getting voted off, that person gets voted off, than like have, you know, 15 different things crammed into the, into the advantage, into the episode in order to like make it, you know, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, um, yeah, this was, uh, we'll, we'll talk about everything that went on. Uh, not, uh, not a ton of excitement, uh, so far, uh, on, on this episode. And I kind of feel like that on a season where I think that universally people love the cast, uh, yeah. like we, we, we love these, these players, but I, but I feel like, uh, in terms of like, uh, the action going on in terms of the game, it has been slow. Now I, I do expect things to pick up and I expect, especially post-merge we will see some uh you know really you know wild machinations and and really hard gameplay but i do think you know there was a reason why survivor stopped going to the three tribe format so much i mean there was a period where you know 20 uh you know 28 30 uh 30 32 like we were doing it a lot and they and they kind of got away from it after a while, because it can be a little repetitive. Uh, we've seen also now all three, uh, you know, three tribal councils, three times women are being voted out. You know, we have like a real sort of focus on uh, the strength in the challenges, uh, which does seem to lead to more survivors voting women out of the game. I, I think I prefer the two tribe uh, version of the game because I think that there are more moving parts and sometimes you get an episode where there's not that much going on strategically and that was tonight yeah um i hear you i think that makes a lot of sense um you're right that with bigger tribes probably i would i mean i don't know the statistics but it does make sense that they would not you know focus in the you know really stereotypical way on on uh challenge performance um and you know there's more division of labor in a bigger tribe but also there would be more potential outcomes at the tribal council. Right. Well, right, 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 right. Absolutely. That's sort of where I'm going. And, and um, you know, the, yeah, there, there was just very few options. You know, it, t- tonight there were, right, there was, yeah, there just weren't that many choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and, it was almost like NECA by default in a way where, I mean, she had underperformed at the challenges, but she also was really tight with Cody and, and Jesse. And it didn't feel like she really had like either they voted out Noel, who was doing really well at the challenges, you know, or NECA, who'd kind of, uh, you know, screwed the pooch twice. And, um, you know, they're like, OK, well, I guess this one it just there wasn't that much thinking that went into it. You're right, because there were fewer choice, fewer people and therefore um, fewer just kind of, you know, fewer variables. Right. And it was also a night where we got to see, okay, uh, Noel and Dwight were going to be on the bottom. And Noel um, got, you know, I guess also like kind of like anticlimactically uh, got the advantage uh, from uh, going to uh, Shipwheel Island where James and Owen said, basically, okay, you need it tonight. You take it. Okay. So then she comes back with a vote steal and it's kind of like, all right, here we go. Five person tribe. Um, Noel and Dwight are at the bottom and we're going to see potentially 
Jesse's vote is going to get stolen and used against himself or Cody or or even maybe uh, NECA's uh, vote is going to get stolen. And okay, there's going to be some fireworks here tonight. And then kind of uh, like uh, they they got to the vote and then, uh, you know, I'm like, wait, Noel, you forgot to steal a vote. Oh, my God. Uh, you're going to get voted out. And then it's like, no, everybody voted for NECA. So but that's what I like about it. To be honest, yeah. like, it was like a very, very solid strategy, like not eventful strategy, but like good strategy like that. You know, Noel got picked to go to what, what are we calling it? Party Rock Island. Uh, so um, I, that, uh, Mike Bloom uh, had a name for it uh, that uh, Peridium, I think, called it Risky Rock. Uh, we call it okay. Card Shark Island. Party Rock. I like Party Rock. Party Rock. rock. <laughs> yeah, so someone tweeted that as Party Rock Island. Okay. Uh, you know, like like the LMFAO song. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, Party yes. Rock is on the island tonight. You know. Um, okay. Anyway, the Wandoffs the is, themselves. Yeah. She, she she got picked. You know, she made she used social leverage. Right. She said, "Okay, I'll be with you. I see this as a viable three. If you let me take whatever it is that's 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 offered to us." Um, she gets the thing, she's got the power and then she doesn't even need to use it. You know, and, and it, we don't know, like it's possible that she used the leverage of the power, um, in order to kind of cement her place in the tribe. Like, Hey, I've got this thing, watch out. Or she just kind of made the case like, Hey, and, and the other thing too is this is not, you know, is this a good call from Cody's perspective and from Jesse's perspective? I think it's a fine call, right? Maybe on a bigger tribe, you would say, Hey, you need to keep that person who is going to be loyal to you throughout, who's going to be loyal at the merge with these small tribes, you know, you go right back to tribal council, you know, you, you're potentially looking at another uh, NECA hoots crew on the puzzle. And, um, you know, suddenly like one of you is, is at risk. And yeah. I think that, um, you know, it, it made a lot of sense. It also was like a moment for like them to come together as a four, right? Because sure. I was a tension with Jesse and Dwight. And by the way, I, I, I uh, last episode, I had criticized Dwight's play of that relationship with Jesse. I thought he did pretty well this this episode. I thought like the way that he used that to kind of build something with Noel was very smart. You know, for him to say like, "Hey, I want to be. I still want to work with Jesse, but Noel, you and I are now the twosome." I thought that was very good. You know, mm-hmm. like I want to be a part of the majority of the tribe. I want to be a part of the group, but like this can be our bond. I thought that was very well played. So uh, I'm going to say that I feel like that going off of like, you know, what we saw in Survivor 41, like, isn't the idea of like, hey, well, like tribe strength be damned because that if this if we are going to go down in flames, I want to be the like the Ricard and the Shan of it's going to be it's going to be us that are going to come out of it now. I feel like, and we don't know what happened. We don't know if Jesse and Cody ultimately said to Dwight, like, hey, okay, we we came around. It's going to it's going to be NECA tonight or if there was anything like implied of like, okay, maybe Noel does have an advantage. Uh, and so let's just make this easy and we'll vote out NECA. Um, based on some of the survey questions, it seems like it was a blindside to NECA where it wasn't like uh, where uh, that NECA, I-, I thought at one point it seemed like that NECA was going to say, look, okay, I can't, I don't have it in me yeah. to, to vote out uh, Noel. Um, I have to say, you know, like uh, it's, it's my NECA on the chopping block uh, here tonight. And so I, uh, but it didn't seem like that she called it a blindside in her final work. So I yeah. guess that she thought it was going to be Noel. She wrote down Noel's name. So we don't know ultimately how that came down to it. But now if you're, if you're Jesse and you're with Cody, 
Like, aren't you potentially facing uh, a two-two tie? Or are you so convinced with a vote steal? With That's a, a good with, point. With, and she's got a vote or some steal. advantage, yeah, um, and it, or some advantage. Even like even even like okay, you believe her. She doesn't have anything. You're still looking at the prospect of a potential two-two tie at the next tribal council, where that had you kept NECA and voted out Noel. Yeah, it was that was a you know Noel was amazing all 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 across the episode. Um, such an inspiring story. But if you like uh, send her out, I was like, okay, well, you know, the next vote is going to be three against one to take Dwight out, as opposed to you are going into a potential like a two, two quagmire. Right. No, that's a really good point. That is a really good point. I do want to say with respect to your, you know, 41 comparison, I do not want to be the Ricard or the Shan. I want to be the Erica and Erica was on the blue tribe, which had numbers, you know, so Mm -hmm. she was. You know, she didn't go in at that deficit. You know, she went in with a, a bigger group. Um, yeah. You know, it's obviously we've seen, you know, the, the intentional not saying, right? We've seen a lot of, I do think it makes a lot of sense. You want to go to, a tri- I've gone to tribal council a few times um, on these, on these three tribes. And, and, you know, I, I'm sure Blue will suffer for uh, not having gone to tribal council at all. But, um, you know, I, I think my guess is that each of those people, that Jesse has a pretty good sense of where, his, of his place. You know, my bet is Jesse knows that, if there is another vote that it's not going to be him on the line. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if you think he'll flip and vote out Cody. Uh, oh yeah. I don't think that, um, interesting. yeah, yeah. I don't think that like Cody necessarily has his finger as, you know, closely on the pulse, but I bet I Jesse made this call knowing full well, like, Hey, if there is another tribal council, it's not going to be me now, if there's two more and you know, but that's just, you know, you, I think with a, I think that's like you can't get that you know predict that far in the future. Like if we lose twice more, I mean I, I don't know maybe maybe I do I just there's there, there's some there's some logic there, but yeah. But um, I think the yeah. better example than to go back and, and talk about uh, with Survivor 41 and the the, um, the tribe that uh, Luvu that didn't go to Tribal Council, I think it's probably to look back to in season 42 and uh, the tribe uh, you know the Marianne Omer Jonathan tribe. Uh, when they had a decision to make of do we want to keep our ally Marianne in the game or do we want to keep Mariah in the game? Uh, and and they they felt like that, you know, um, Marianne, I, I think that it was probably a wash in terms of uh, challenge strength, but um, that they uh, ultimately decided to uh, vote, vote out the person who was more loyal to them in Mariah. And ultimately that team now that tribe had Jonathan on it also, uh, but they were able yeah, to yeah. avoid tribal council and they were actually the tightest four going into the merge. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think if it was me, I don't think I would have gotten rid of my ally here in that yeah. spot. She just had two like really spectacular flubs, right? Like last week, it looked like it was almost entirely on her, the flub with like not even, but you know, don't not put her, I know right she's piece. saying, Oh, I'll put me in the puzzle, but you don't have to put her on the puzzle. It's hard though, and it's like, oh, who's going to who's going to be? And then someone's really insisting, and 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 if someone's putting themselves on the line like that, like then then there is. I mean, I, I don't obviously believe like you know you make a choice based on like someone facing the consequences of their actions, but um, you know this two and two, she just had a spectacular flub of the puzzle where mm-hmm. you know they were way ahead and she totally cost them the victory. And I can see in that situation saying, hey, this person is not helping us. We have to make it to the merge, you know, in order to win the game. And this person is potentially keeping it. Like we're performing really well. Like that tribe is like performing really well until they get to the NECA portions of it, you know? And, and so like, you know, I think they have some, I think they can reasonably think, okay, we are going to be, um, we're going to be okay. You know, in, in the, in the, in the, 
in the challenges to come if, if we stick together as a, as a foursome. So it's told, I hear you, like, I, I'm conflicted. I would probably, I, I'm, I'm just sort of thinking through it because I do think there's a lot to be said for keeping your ally. But the problem with keeping your ally here is that one, the ally is a big challenge liability, meaning it's totally possible that she'll, you know, you'll be right back at tribal council again. Mm-hmm. And then two, um, I don't think it's like, I, I, you know, for Jesse, it's like he's costing himself another ally with Dwight, right? Like he's got this relationship with Dwight. He saw them as a twosome. He, they did some damage to their island marriage when when he voted out Justine. I don't think it's crazy for Jesse to want to yeah. pivot back. And Our say, island marriage going strong, 10 years, yeah. very few times <laughs> sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think it's crazy for him to try to pivot back and then, then build trust and say, hey, it was this one person. Now we're all together. Now I've got relationships with everybody. You know, from from Jesse's perspective, and it's so hard to talk about it like from the tribe's perspective, you know, but from Jesse's perspective, I don't think this is that bad a move. And the other thing too is like Cody and NECA were a really tight pair and they were a tighter pair than Jesse was with either of them. So for Jesse to get rid of NECA, like gives him a one-on-one with Cody. He's got a one-on-one with Dwight. You know, it, it almost like in some ways like solidifies his position in the tribe. So I want to talk about going back to Party Rock. Okay, Uh, so James and Owen both kind of punt on the idea of we are going to uh, like try to risk our vote immediately. Say, okay, you're going to tribal council. You need this. We don't want to lose our vote. Uh, You you take the thing. You take the thing tonight because Noel implied I'm going to take the advantage and I'm going to use it to get a big target out of the game. Now. When all right, let's bring in <laughs> let, let's bring in the Vessi tribe. Okay, yeah. well, who you got? And um, when the, are, are the guys gonna feel like that was the, that was the big target? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's like more that you know they didn't need it. I mean, really, for both of them, they probably you know thought it was well worth having their own vote. I mean, Owen has got to think like, hey, I, this is a pretty fractious tribe. Like, I do want my vote. Mm-hmm. Um, James may feel the very the same way. Uh, we know less about the dynamics there, but, but, um, you know, to, for someone to say, Hey, I need this. If you give it to me, you know, we will be a tight three at the merge, you know, or if you don't give it to me, you know, if you compete with me for it, you might not get anything out of it and I'll be mad at you. Like that's a pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. you know, that's the calculation. How do you uh, feel about this? This is something that I have been asked about uh, since uh, we first saw Party Rock happening uh, in episode one. You don't like Party Rock. We can call it something. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, think I don't, we're I don't still, care about Party Rock. We're, we're yeah. trying. I'm trying it on. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So uh, we saw that Gapler got a um, advantage where he is going to have an immunity idol for two tribal councils. More on that to come. Okay. We saw where. Uh, Noelle got to, she was the only person that risked her vote. She got a vote steal. Yeah. Do you think that, do you get a different advantage based on how, is, is it that it, there is a different advantage based on which, which time you go to Shipwheel Island? Uh, is there a different advantage based on how many people risk their vote? Or based on, you know, your like what's la- what the tribe dynamics are. I mean, <laughs> that vote steal looked very well timed. Dude, that looked like a very well timed spot <laughs> yeah. for the vote steal. I gotta I mean, say. It could, be, it could be, you know, they think, I mean, honestly, like, would that bother you if they were giving you an advantage based on what the, you know, what you needed most at that moment? You know, like like a Hunger Games kind of thing where like they send you a targeted thing. 
I, I, think, that, I think that there have been survivors that have suspected, uh, especially going back into uh, season 39. I, I think that there were uh, people and, uh, you know, some some people uh, that uh, that might have been and they gotten burned at certain points during the season that might have suspected like, boy, the like the perfect thing came up at the perfect time for players uh, when they went to the Island of the Idols. I don't remember season 39. <laughs> but, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the parts that was OK to remember. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like I think, you know, I, I think that that. that you know that the, the the official word is like that. No, everything is uh, preordained before you get the season starts. But sometimes, like things happen, like boy, that was really like the perfect tool that was sh- showed up. But maybe we're all just living in a simulation, also. That could be. That's a very good point. You know, in multi unit multiple universes, like we just happen to be in the universe where that happened. But in you know a thousand other universes, it's a different advantage, and that that's you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So so um, I- interesting. Uh, I want to talk about what's going on at the other tribes. I do want to uh, say a couple of things about how I want to thank all of our new subscribers here at the start of the season. Hmm. I had said at the start of season 43 uh, and to start of our podcast that we were going to donate $2 to the Boys and Girls Club of America for each new subscriber. And I am happy to announce that we have raised $1,298 for the Boys and Girls Club of America. I'll round it up to $1,300. I'm feeling crazy. Wow. Okay. One more subscriber could have done it. Yep. Okay. No need. All right. Uh, But if you want to get, if you want to do like do everybody here, everybody's doing it. Robinswebsite.com slash subscribe uh, to subscribe to Robin's podcast for all of our podcast feeds. Tomorrow, I have the chance to uh, catch up with my winner pick from Survivor 42, Romeo Escobar, will hmm. join me. And we can talk about just how close, Stephen, uh, that things were to Romeo's army of uh, the disenfranchised coming together. I wonder what Romeo's perspective on that will be. <laughs> will he think it was about to happen? <laughs> yeah, so I'm very excited. I uh, didn't get to catch up with Romeo uh, after the season was over. Looking forward to the opportunity to uh, sit down with him. And then uh, this Friday, I will be uh, live at 2 p.m. Eastern for the Survivor Feedback Show. Puyazay McKeeley uh, will join me for that. Um, let's let's talk about our uh, really uh, wild tribe. Okay. The fun tribe. The, the, the fun tribe. Okay. Yeah. And, and that is going to be Baca. Okay. Yes. This is um, getting pretty wild here because I, I have been a big fan of what Ellie has done so far. But Steven, I, I have to just admire the audacity to basically, you know, um, I, I, I don't want to use the term uh, lightly, but uh, basically Gaslight Gabler into thinking that his advantage, his his idol has expired. Um, Not even like that. It would have been something to like deface his parchment, right? Where, you know, get up and get a pen and like cross out the two. And then uh, he's like, I could have sworn it said two. And like, Gabler, you're losing it, man. You're, you're not feeling well. I don't know that. I I think it only said one. And he's like, I could have sworn it said two, but he has, he has the instructions. He still has the documentation and you're going to convince him that he, his, his thing is expired. Admire the audacity is a very nice way of putting it, because 
I'm not so sure I admired that audacity. I thought it was, I mean, look, obviously we saw how it played it's out. It's bold. We saw it's bold, but it's like a lot of dumb things are bold. You know, like jumping off a cliff to your death is bold, but it's not mm-hmm. a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I, I don't know. I did not love it. Obvi- I mean, obviously I saw how it played out. So there was, you know, yeah. I have the virtue of hindsight. Um, but, you know, and it, just on its face, um, the assumption is that he's really dumb, right? Like you're like really like like you said, he has the actual right. Parchment he's out of it. Like but this guy will believe like, anything. Like we, we've seen he's tired, he's lagging, but like he's not a moron, as he said. Like he's you know, I think they don't they know his profession. Like he works in a pretty high stress, high you know environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so just tr- I don't think it's ever a great idea to treat someone like they're very stupid because, you know, people are you know, and survivors. There's not, there's not a lot of things you have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to, I think you have to, instead you're supposed to treat people like they're aware of and pursuing their own best self-interest. Right. And I think it, you, it, the risk is so astronomical compared to the reward, you know, mm-hmm. immediately you risk and which seems to have happened just completely alienating this person, creating this really difficult to heal rift uh, between Elliot and Gabler um, and just animosity. And it's just, yeah, she can see or he can see her trying to game him. And, like, and she gets so little out of it. Like, okay, she wanted to vote out Gabler. Maybe now she'll have to vote out someone else that she'd rather not. Like they're not even going to tribal council. You know, it's not even like an, an imminent issue. Yeah. I, I think that this was, you know, that well, how are we going to create our Eric Reichenbach great moment? People will talk about this forever when we tricked Gabler into not into thinking his idol was expired and then we're going to vote him out and we're going to do go to all these great lengths. Yeah. And it was just it was too much for um, what they needed to do. And it really did seem like that Ellie did have Gabler under control at that first vote. Right. Exactly. Uh, and then now has kind of uh, overplayed this situation to where now Sammy has let him know. Owen, who I had been worried about coming into this episode, looks like that he was able to position himself as the swing vote, was involved in going through the bag, but Gabler and Sammy don't know that he was involved with that. And so I think that he's in a good position to be able to swing to vote with the men if push comes to shove. And so I am uh, very worried about Ellie, if we go to a tribal council, my guess is that it will not be Ellie going home. Uh, if there is a tribal council, I think, you know, just based on her, she's a little bit of a big character, mm-hmm. but um, I can certainly see Janine being the one to go home as sort of the fall person. You know, Jean- it was Janine who went through the bag too, right? Janine like, was the person you know, who went through the bag. Yeah. Yeah. So she might get some, you know, opprobrium from that. So what do you think? There's a few, there's a few interesting moments in this, in this whole, in the way this whole thing played out that I want to get your take on. The first was, when the whole thing that started it right when ellie and i think janine and sammy were talking and sammy's like i'm gonna pitch this idea to gabler and and, and then ellie's like no i i should be the one and Janine's like yeah ellie should be the one she's the one who's closest to gabler mm-hmm, and yeah, that was that, that was creates, not great also that creates so what but if ellie believed that she should be the one like how should you have played that you know should they have just said you know they probably see sammy as a little bit of a you know kind of a He's, he's a young guy. Even if he's like 22 instead of 19, he's still like a young guy. Maybe they think like, hey, I can finesse this better than he can. Obviously, what that does is end up alienating him and making him want to go off and you know blow up the plan. But what, what, what do you think a better way of handling this would have been? 
It's difficult because that they also like while they insulted Gabler's intelligence, I think that they also offended Sammy, where it's like basically like, uh, let the grown ups handle this. OK, where, you know, that Sammy, who I think is kind of self-conscious about this, he's 19. He's like, hey, they think I'm just a kid, but I'm actually, you know, I'm telling people I'm 22. I, I'm a, I, I should be like a, a equal part of this tribe. Don't tell me that you're you have a better relate or you think that she has a better relationship with him than I do. I'll, I'll show you. And that sort of like drove him. I felt like to tell him about what was going on because they were like, had they included him more in what they were doing? Like maybe he would feel like he was part of it. Yeah. Like they could have said, let's do it together. Or like you talk to him and I'll talk to him or we can sit him down together like, and, and have a conversation or right. I, like, I think you're right. That like taking it all onto herself, then you know, I'm the, I'm the hero. I'm the, this is my hero moment. This is like, I'm the one with all the great relationships. It's not great. Like even, even if Sammy didn't, you know, get so offended by it and that he wanted to blow up the whole thing, it's still, you know, puts herself out there mm-hmm. as, you know, too, too much, too much. Okay. The other question. Oh, the, and, and the other mo- moment was when, when, you know, Sammy goes to Gabler and, and says, you know, Hey, this happened, you know, Ellie's, you know, planning on trying to fool you about this. Then they, he also tells Owen that he said that. I was curious what he thought about that because it ends up not blowing up, but I could very well see a world where Owen then goes back to Ellie and is like, Sammy sold out the whole plan. Yeah. Um, I think that Owen still has that in his pocket. And I think he still can do that. I think Owen is very comfortable of like seeing, uh, like he, he truly is in the middle. I, I mean, I think that he could go uh, with Ellie and Janine still and see uh, which direction they want to go. And then ultimately, like he could still work with the guy. So I, I think that he's going to just play this out and get a little bit more information. But do you think it was a mistake for Sammy to bring him in and say, like, you know, into that conversation he was having with Gabler? Well, I think that Sammy, you've seen him like talk about in the last episode of trying to get the guys together. And I think that he yeah. feels like, OK, this is going to be the missing piece of like, OK, this is if, if Owen is on the fence, this is going to definitely bring him over to our side. And we're, you know, the three of us uh, are working together. You know, it's a tribe of five. So, you know, Sammy is like uh, tr- he, he needs Owen if they're going to like make a move against Janine and Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we see Ellie and Janine, you know, like chuckling to themselves about how well they it's going to work the uh, wool over Gabler's eyes. I thought Gabler played that very well. Oh, I want to, you know, this to be a memento for my daughter. And I don't want to. Well, look, um, and, and he said, like, I forget exactly the wording he used, but like, hey, I, I, I'll play, you know, my part of that. They're going to think that, you know, I am somebody uh, I think he said I'm the hillbilly uh, that uh, I'm going to you know play that part. Uh, and like, you know, uh, you know, all, all too well, uh, with very savvy, like, the hillbillies, they can be very clever, yeah, but I mean, but like, I mean, wasn't that like something like one of JT's like greatest strengths? So yeah. That just people, like the aw shucks and yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, and I played with big Tom who, you know, it was like, uh, like, Hey, I don't know anything. Like, uh, you know, it, it's, it can be very disarming where people, uh, think, he's male. Yeah, still, Russell still not sure if he like, did. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I think there's a, a lot of times where people sleep on players that they tend to think like, okay, well, all right, I, we're, I'm smarter than this person, and then yeah. ultimately, like, uh, they're th- and they'll play it up, yeah. they'll play into it. I, yeah, and I think that's the problem. Like all of those people, you know, and I made a joke about Keith, but like he was very savvy about the game. To you know, to um, you know, he was mm-hmm. not, um, you know. I don't know, uh, some, some, he's no Rob know, but he was, you right. know, he was a great Keith Nail. And, and, and I just think like treating someone like they're dumb is never a good idea. Yeah. Like treating someone like they can't figure because 
people also, especially like dumb people are so sensitive to being dumb, you know, like, like no, you shouldn't treat anyone like they're, like they're dumb. You shouldn't expect that anyone doesn't have a, good, a great sense of their own self-interest in a game like Survivor. Um, but especially dumb people, don't treat the dumb people like they're dumb because they're the ones who will get most hurt by that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's one of the 49 laws of Survivor that we talked about once upon a time. Like play, play the fool, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Steven. Oh, I thought it was play the flute. Oh, play the uh, flute. Yeah. Uh, flute. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, it's yeah. different. It's similar. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about Coco Tribe. And this was really, you know, uh, Carla's uh, story. Carla, you know, is a great narrator, gave great Very like fun. facial reactions through the whole thing. Uh, I would say that this would have been like a standalone. I, I think that this would have been uh, re really spectacular. But I do feel a little bit like we just saw this. Yeah, it's it's um, you know, I, a few people were saying online, you know, why didn't they have different advantages? I was hoping they would. I really yeah. thought they would. I've been so wrong about everything this season, by the way. I'm just going to get I want like a sound a clip. Of, I've been so wrong about everything. So wrong. And, yeah, and, and, don't, and don't watch the video where I said what to expect from this episode uh, three that I've been making. I've been making like short previews like the day of Survivor or the night before about what I expect. And I was just like, basically, I, I need to delete it. Yeah. Take it down. Take it off. No, the shame, internet. no shame in trying to purge your, you know, your bad. Uh, I don't I think I got one thing right. Don't get I, I think it, like, action. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. So uh, like great job by Carla. And so, you know, she's ba back at it, uh, getting the beads. Uh, like, I would have thought that getting the beads was, ver was very difficult to do. But we see the survivors two for two on getting the beads. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some people who would not give their beads. Mm -hmm. I've, heard of, I've had uh, some friends texted, and I don't want to reveal names, like, hey, I would not be giving my beads. You know, I want my beads. Yeah. To anybody. They want, you know, they, people are very possessive. You get so few things and like, you're all like, oh, this is going to go on my survivor wall. You know, people mm -hmm. are very possessive of those little mementos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was, I was very surprised that they uh, also, you know, a few of them, you know, they just gave up the beat for like a, an earring. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, people seem so excited to get an earring. I was like, what are these diamond earrings? Earring. Like, what's yeah. so special about the earrings? But yeah. Um, yeah. So good, great job by Carla. I did think it was very interesting that she put the beware advantage back. Um, I, I thought that we, we've never seen anybody do that yet. Of uh, like, uh, Jeannie did that. I, I, I think she went and got like Ricard and Shan um, and alerted right. them. Uh, but it was very interesting to see Carla have that uh, dilemma, and then she talks to James, and then she goes out and uh, go and goes after it. And ultimately uh, is able to uh, get the beware advantage. So Carla, she now has a hidden immunity idol. I, I am feeling still like Coco uh, is probably not going to go to tribal council. I thought that maybe this might be the week that we see them more, but no, I I'm feeling like uh, it's going to be trading off Vessi and Baca here in the pre-merge. Yeah, because I have no idea if they did go to tribal council, who would be the one like there's no sense of you know, really what that we've gotten only a very loose sketch of what that tribe's dynamics are. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think, you know, typically they'll really kind of paint, you know, like, like as we do with Baca, right. We see, we, you know, what the drama is going to be if they go to tribal council, no idea. I mean, you know, we, we kind of know the rough outline of alliances, but don't really have a sense of what the drama is going to be if they go. So I, I agree with you. I think they're, they're going to go deep or they're going to, I mean, they're going to at least go a couple episodes without, without that being the case. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are going to get to your questions. So if you have them, post them in the chat. We will bring them up in uh, just a moment. But Stephen, let me talk here for the first time on the uh, Survivor Know-It-Alls about something coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Of course, the Rob is a podcast patrons uh, were the first to know. But we just made available uh, two all listeners of Rob is a podcast tickets are available for RHAP live. Wow. I am going to be on Wednesday night, November 2nd. Look at this at the national press club. Wow. How about that? Right across from the white house. Wow. In Washington, DC, Washington, DC. You're doing this on my doorstep. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to go. Mm hmm. And yet this is like insulting. You're trolling me. I think this is a troll of me. Well, look, Stephen, somebody's got to hold down the know-it-alls live. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll like step outside and be able to hear all the fun. I'll be out there with, you know, the, the, you know, the, the DC glitterati. Mm. (laughs) An insult. Yeah. I'm going to do, just wait, Rob, I'm coming to your hometown. I'm coming to North Carolina. I'm going to do something very fun. Okay. You very, without very me? fun. Without, without me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a, a very fun lineup planned of uh, survivors that will be in attendance. Uh, we're going to be at the National Press Club. So it is uh, like uh, pretty cool that we're uh, that uh, they are slumming it and having a survivor podcast there from the National Press Club. Uh, we are going to uh, be there live to watch Survivor and then have a live podcast recap uh, with everybody in attendance uh that we will record it and it will be released as a podcast on 
Thursday. And then after the show, uh, we are going to head over to a after party hosted by Bryce and Wendell. Bryce and Wendell present the after party of RHAP wow. Live. That is all at uh, November 2nd, Wednesday night. Uh, I believe it's, what, four weeks from tonight? So, uh, robinsonwebsite.com slash dctix slash dctix. Tickets are still available uh, for the time being. Okay. And I, on November 2nd, will be holding a huge rager at Rob Sesternino's house. He does not, he will be out of town. Mm -hmm. So, anyone who wants to trash someone's home, you know, you know, trash the podcast studio, just like go crazy in, our, in that, you know, Rob's house. Listen, like listen, uh, listen, just because I'm going to be at the Capitol doesn't mean you have to have an insurrection. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. I'm just saying my vote was not counted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a vote steal tonight. <laughs> it was a vote steal. And you were the first person to have the vote steal. Yeah. And we don't even have to talk about what you stole. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that. A, you know, lot, a, lot, of, a lot is it. missed in discussion of that. Yeah. All right. Let's start to take some questions from the listeners of uh, Rob as a podcast. All right, Stephen, you're the expert here. Josh Green wants to know, will Noel use the steal I mean, a vote properly? Again, this is a very misused term. Call properly. It. I mean, I think everyone who's had the vote steal has used it properly in, in a certain, from a certain perspective. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I don't remember who exactly it's been used a couple of times, but I'm sure pretty sure every time it was used properly. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the question is like, is it going to affect her? Right. Like I'm actually not sure there. I, will it actually affect the vote is always the question. Will she actually change the vote? And that's a, such a tough thing. Like, you know, that's the thing about like why using it on a five person tribe, when it was a three, two split seemed like such a perfect opportunity. You know, when they, if they merge at 12, you know, it's really hard to use it in such a precise way where you were the target, but you were only the target by one vote. Um, uh, so in terms of like, will she use it in such a way that it actually is determinative of, you know, and save someone or doom someone? I'm skeptical. Okay. All right. Steven, uh, how about this question from Deanna? Deanna Harper wants to know, hey, does it make sense for Jesse to vote out NECA because she would not be a shield moving forward? It's an interesting point. Yeah, that is an interesting point because I do think that everybody is thinking about, hey, look, like when we go into the merch, like I got to have somebody, people in front of me right. that are going to, you know, like absorb the target. And if NECA gets to the merge, with all due respect to NECA, I feel like that she's going to be a person where it's like, okay, well, pencil NECA in for the final five. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And you don't want that person. You don't want like, you know, to, to, um, to be there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I, I do think that that is uh pretty interesting. I mean, Noel had such a uh, amazing performance in the challenge uh, that it was a really so incredible, uh, just like, uh, you know, um, just like, and it really came through on the show. I kind of feel like the other players are going to be like, really oh, yeah, paying attention well, that's a great point. They're not going to let her get to the finals. I mean, they're not going to like let, and so, and, and that, and in some ways, that's exa like exactly the kind of person you want is someone who nobody's going to want to sit next to at the end. Mm -hmm. I mean, and she's great in the confessionals. I mean, uh, Noel is just like, uh, fantastic uh, on this show. I feel like that. Uh, Noel, I think is like uh, one of the huge stars of the show. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about, um, a question? Uh, let's see. Um, 
Hmm. Uh, Doc says, uh, Jeff said after the votes that someone could play an advantage or an idol. Was that foreshadowing for certain advantages this season? Aren't advantages usually played before the vote? So that I believe Jeff started saying that last season. Uh, That's interesting. I don't know if there was ever an advantage uh, that that came up where somebody was able to uh, play it. Maybe you you could still play the steal an advantage after the votes are cast. And then get someone's idol and then steal the other. That's interesting. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Like if I wanted to do like the knowledge is power, could you do knowledge is power um, before? Yeah, I don't know. Like, interesting. I, I mean, at some point, somebody's taking an idol out of their pocket. Like, do you have an idol? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess like, I don't know what the cutoff is. Yeah, yeah. Right. We don't we don't have again. Yeah, we don't have the paper like Gabler. Maybe you could change uh, the rules on us. OK, yeah. All right. Uh, how about from Leah, Stephen? Uh, Leah wants to know, is Cody in hot water now that NECA is gone and Noel has the advantage? It's interesting. I mean, I, I definitely think that Cody is, I, he's probably the next to go. I mean, it seems like Dwight and Noel have a tight twosome. You know, Jesse is probably their third. Jesse has a good deal going with Cody. But I think if that tribe goes back to tribal council, I believe Cody will be the one to go. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of a tough spot for Jesse because I feel like that um, if he is in a twosome with, like, I feel like was is Dwight in a twosome with Noel or or with Jesse? Who you know oh. that they talked about? They talked about like the island wife and sleeping on the couch. Um, but if it came down to if the last three was if, if the, well if the last three was Jesse, Noel, and Dwight, who's Dwight picking? Right. We don't know. And we don't know. And and obviously, you know, maybe Jesse will think it's him and Noel will think it's her. And that's the position you want to be in if you're right. You kind of think Dwight has played this. And, and Noel know. still Jesse's vote. So it won't matter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, this is a question from Julia that's interesting. What do we make of Cody not wearing the hat? Can we intuit anything oh, wow. about how the hat idol will work? Do you think that the hat hmm. idol has been disassembled? Oh, I hope not. I got to assume the hat idol is still intact. Okay. So we didn't see it. Yeah. Did he just feel so confident at tribal council? He didn't bring it. That's interesting. Maybe. I kind of feel like that once you wear your, you know, your crazy hat, hat yeah. to a tribal council, I think you got to keep coming and bring it back. His bag? His bag? Yeah, he could probably do it in his bag, right? It's going to crush the hat, no? It is true that you want to always have, you know, you got your like tribal council outfit. When you go to tribal council, everyone kind of like put, gets their gear together and gets, you mm -hmm. know, gussied up. Mm hmm. I don't know. That's a good. That's a great observation. Okay. All right. Um. Let me see if there's anything else that we haven't discussed yet tonight. Um. Somebody is asking. Um. Okay. Uh. Who do we think is the next to go from each tribe, Stephen? That's fun. Okay. So we said Cody from Vessi. Um. I think Janine from Baca. You maybe think Ellie. No, I mean, I think that Janine would be the more likely person to go. So I, I, I do think, especially where if they're going to be factoring in tribe strength also. Uh, I mean, Baca has been on a roll, but Janine did struggle in the first challenge. So I, I could see it as a, as a way. I, I just feel like that Ellie, up until tonight, had been in such a position of strength. It was hard for me to see a scenario where her ally was going to be the one to go home. Yeah. But yeah. I could see it now. Um, and for Coco, I really have no idea. I mean, it's so hard. I mean, I could see a case for James as being outside 
the Lindsay Cassidy Carla alliance, or he's part of that, but he's yeah. the fourth. And then you've got Gio and Ryan who are a pair. You could see it being Ryan, although that would seem like an insane choice if yes. it wasn't right at the merge. He's such an anchor for that team. Um, you know, I, I don't really see it being Gio. I maybe like there's a world where it's Lindsay because you know, know she was too aggressive and trying. I mean, the reason I have no clue. You could, you could speculate. The one person we know it's not going to be is Carla. I thought it was wild, Stephen, that it's like, okay, it's James's birthday. James, what do you want to do today? Like, well, I think I'm going to go look for the oh, idol. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh my God, yeah. is he, is, is, did he say that in front of everybody? Well, what's funny was like, he said, oh, I'm going to go exploring. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like you're on Survivor, like go out in the jungle, see what's out there. And he's like, I'm going to look for the yeah. idol. Stephen, and was like, okay, what? Maybe, maybe it would be James, actually. <laughs> what would have happened to you uh, if back in Survivor Second Chances, hmm. Mm. You you told this tribe, hey, uh, I think we're going to go look for the idol today. There were a lot of very low-pitched grumbling from Andrew Savage. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, anything else tonight? Um, I think we, we you us. know, a lot happened in this episode, but we seem to have hit most of it. Mm -hmm. um, we were texting before. It's like, boy, it's going to be a quick podcast tonight, but look, look at us. I said, Rob, let's try to make it. Let's go for the record. We got a very slim episode. Let's go for the four-hour record. Did we, did we make it? <laughs> no, not Whatever quite. it is, six-hour record yeah, now. Yeah, not quite. Not quite. This is really, this is a very, this is tough, Rob, that now everyone wants the, the length record. And for you, I mean, just in terms of like scheduling your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not competitive about uh, podcast length. I'm about efficiency. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You want to get as much information in as and in, in as as little time. People have a lot of podcasts to get to. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's been my feedback. I, I, like once upon a time, people used to appreciate long podcasts. Now, I, people appreciate short podcasts. Well, the scope is different. Yeah, it's true. People's lives are different. There's a lot more out like, there. Oh my god! Like, thank you. Like, but uh, also, a long podcast used to be like 90 minutes. You know, now it's six hours. <laughs> yeah, some of them are. Some of them are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about what else is coming up. Of course, uh, that we've got a ton of podcasts coming your way in our Survivor podcast feed. Okay. Well, cross the know-it-alls off your list. You already listened to that one. I'll have an exit interview with NECA tomorrow. And then I told you Romeo Escobar is going to be on the Survivor Recap Show. Puya will join me for the Survivor Feedback Show. But then over on the Survivor podcast feed, be sure to check out the B&B. Shannon Gus uh, on Survivor Global, why NECA lost the Stockwatch, and of course, the Survivor News Edition of the Purple Fans Podcast. That's all at robiswebsite.com slash Survivor Feed. Steven, tonight on CBS, it's uh, the uh, Reality Marathon. Three wow. big shows. The Amazing Race <laughs> is uh, just kicked off tonight. Uh, it's yeah. a mega leg. Um, and so the Amazing Race teams are going to be uh, headed to Italy. I will have a recap of that in the morning with Mike Bloom and Jessica Lees. No, uh, then we will talk with Stephen. Another big CBS reality wow. premiere, The Real Love Boat. Wow. How about that, Stephen? Yes. Very exciting. Now, people have been asking for us to look at The Real Love Boat. From the time it was announced, they said, boy, this sounds like the kind of show that Rob and Jenny would cover. But then some people said, wait, hold on. Are those hot dummies on the love boat? Should, should Kirsten be on that? And I said, why not? Everybody get on the boat. And we're Woo! talking about the premiere of The Real Love Boat, uh, which aired uh, earlier tonight. Looking forward to catching up 
uh, with Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine uh, as uh, they set sail on the Real Love Boat. Podcast recap coming tomorrow. Um, wow, well, have fun. Yeah. Stephen, did you catch any of Claim to Fame this summer? I, I saw people tweeting about it. It seemed Very like people actually show. liked it. Yeah. yeah, it was a really fun show. Uh, it was sometimes we watch shows because they're terrible. And sometimes we watch shows because they're good. And, and this was a show that was good. Uh, we talked with uh, this gentleman right here. I won't say who he is related to, but his name is Logan. Jenny Allen and I had a great interview uh, with him. Uh, related to Wolverine. No comment. No, no comment. Oh, okay. No comment. Uh, so you will have to uh, check that out to hear about what went on behind the scenes on Claim to Fame. Hmm. Okay, and then you reference even Stephen Fishback is aware about the uh, six plus hour interview that we sent Taryn Armstrong on assignment to go meet America's favorite reality star. That is Taylor Hale, the winner of Big Brother 24. Taryn sat down with Taylor, held numerous hairless cats and got all of the details uh, from Taylor herself about her amazing win in Big Brother 24. Check out the podcast and the video up at robsonwebsite.com. Mm. All right. Of course, and Stephen, it's the start of October. It's a great time to uh, become a patron of Rob Has a Podcast. We uh, dropped the first episode of Survivor Academy, our five-part series, talking about everything that you need to learn from Survivor 43. Before you go play on Survivor, plus access to our Rob Has a Podcast patron community, our Rob Has a Podcast uh, patron feed, access to our live shows that we do with the reality stars and much more. All at robswebsite.com. Become a part of the greatest reality TV community in the world. Robswebsite.com slash patron. And make sure you subscribe to all of our podcast feed. Go to robswebsite.com slash subscribe. All right, Stephen. Wait, Rob, who gets the fishy? Is it I need your help? Noel. Is it well, I was gonna say Noel, but the other option is Carla, who, you know, did the thing with the thing. Okay, Noel. No, I'm with you, Noel. I thought Noel played the the uh, Card Shark Island extremely well, mm -hmm. uh, and then she, you know, she had her thing with Dwight. She was set first. She you know, did she so was, well in the challenge that they said, "Look, not what are we a doing? part of fishy calculus." We oh, I didn't know that. This. Okay. Oh my god, challenge performance! What a, what an earth are we? Mm -hmm. But she, I mean, she was so good in the challenge that they said, "What are we doing? We can't get rid of her." Yeah, yeah, played a part. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll say no. Well, all right, and then uh, also then she has a vote steal moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, she 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 played very well. All right. Uh, um, no, Noel's not going home before the merge. No, definitely not. Okay. All right, Stephen. What else is going on with you? You know, nothing. Nothing. I'm just um, stewing, planning my revenge yes, for this Washington like D.C. About stewing. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you still playing the Fortnite with Devins and Gavin? Yeah, it's very fun. We have a little, a nice little uh, community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're I, funny. I, Gavin I is. I love that for so you, by funny. the way. Yeah. Here, here's, here's something that not a lot of people know because I don't feel like it really came yeah. through on Survivor 38. Gavin is hilariously funny. He's you always funny. speak glowingly of, of Gavin. Why won't, why won't he ever do a podcast? I'm sure he will do a podcast. You want to do a podcast? Sure. If, yeah, he's, if, he's, if he's, I mean, you kind of set the bar really high. No, um, I know. But it's hard. It's hard because it's like, you know, now it's like, you know, I mean, it's one thing when we're all playing Fortnite, mm -hmm. and, you know, joshing around. Like, but... do we need you and Rick Devins to really like uh, get him going? I mean, uh, you, got, you guys are merciless to each other on Twitter. Sometimes it's like, uh... oh my god, that's nothing. I've never like I've like really like I like sometimes I'm like am it's like I bullying? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's it's uh, it is. It's like it's like yeah, hazing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I I would love to hear it. So I uh, hope we can do yeah. it one day. Anyway, uh, follow Stephen Fishback on Twitter and everywhere else. And Stephen, any, 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 anything else you want to tell people about? No, it's just a pleasure to be here. I love chatting with you, Rob. Like, yes. it's like a, it's like a fine episode of Survivor. It's good. It's good. You know, it's like the 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 pizza thing. You know, it's great. It's even a boring episode of Survivor. Yeah, we get together and we get to have yeah. our uh, our 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 fun. We talk about it. You know, there's there's the community is is here virtually. I love yeah. it. It's great. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. I'll be back with Exit Interviews and Romeo coming up on Thursday and The Real Love Boat and The Amazing Race. So very jam-packed Thursday coming up on Robin's Podcast. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.